to the new game Bullshit. My name is Jeffrey Wittenhagen, and I'm a published author slash writer. Video games, both old and new, are my passion. I recently had a successful Kickstarter for my NES collector's book called The Complete NES, and I'm currently doing a massive overhaul of my original book called Hidden Gaming Gems, uh, creating a new NES game to go with it. I also have tons of projects in the works. My blog is at hagensalley.wordpress.com, and I'm on a lot of forums as a subcon 3. And we've got Kyle. Hey, hey. I'm big into uh, no death runs, high score runs, uh, collector of all things vintage and retro. Uh, pretty much anything video game related. Also collect figures, vinyl, VHS, tap handles, old beer signs, and old beer steins. And we've got Daria. Daria here, and I'm a collector and enthusiast of all things role playing. I also run a burgeoning YouTube channel which covers retro game review and indie game coverage. You can find that at youtube.com slash DariaPlays, T-O-O. Please call our number, leave a voicemail or a text message at 262-264-VGBS. There's no weapons. I'm, I'm looking at the end of the game now and the, uh, the fuckers picked up three weapons the entire game. Not counting that boss where he has to, you know, kill the weapons. Well, that's the thing is, like, the very beginning, it, like, tricks you because a lot of us only played the first couple fucking levels of Splatterhouse 2, and then we're like, oh, this is just like the first one, and then I, then we never really played the levels, like, further on. At least that's how I was. And then you get past, like, the second or third level, and there's not another weapon the rest of the game. There's, like, a flask. There's a shotgun you pick up in, like, the fifth level, I think. Yeah, it's, like, on the wall. It's on the wall. Oh, I missed that motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, that's badass. Like, mm-hmm. that made that's that level school. look ridiculously easy, but it looked fun as hell. It's I like, why couldn't there be more of that? It. I would have liked this game. <laughs> because, I mean, in the first game, there was some stuff on the wall, like the harpoons, and, like, that was in an entire floor. You could just harpoon yeah. the shit that out of the fucking bag. good times. Hell yeah. So... Basically, uh, we just ran right through, right into the game, but um, yeah. for... <laughs> here we are. All right, start from the beginning. We were so eager to start bitching about the game, we just started. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the game we're covering is Splatterhouse Two side-scrolling beat 'em up, released on the Sega Genesis Mega Drive, published this is by. This so not a beat 'em up. Namco. <laughs> um, now, it's a beat-em-up, but it's a beat-em-up more akin to the Kung Fu style, where most enemies take a single hit to die. 
and instead of your let's beat the shit and mash on a button, which actually the third game in the series kind of adopted a little bit, um, even though it changes a lot of the aspects. Um, Spider-House 2 is completely linear. Uh, you go from one path to the other. You just keep going on a singular path. And basically, the game was released in 1992 on the Genesis. So, a pretty cool fucking game. Produced by the funniest name that I've seen in a while for the producer. His name is Papaya Payapaya. Oh, yeah. I saw that in the credits. I was like, cool. I figured that was fake, though. Probably just as a little, like, joke. There were some other funny names in the credits, too. It's on Wikipedia, well, man. that wasn't uncommon cool. for him to use fake names so you couldn't steal talent from other studios. Yeah, exactly. Very, so you just throw, true. you know, like an alias-type deal, yeah. and boom, you're good. <laughs> yeah, I actually... It's it's kind of like Mark Twain-style thing, like using, like, a yeah. pseudonym. Mm-hmm. Samuel Clemens. Samuel Clemens. That was Mark Twain's real name. <laughs> We're getting historic here. <laughs> Ky- Kyle is the VGBS Tom Sawyer of the group. So. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. So, as people already know, um, we have a lot to say about uh, Splatterhouse Part 2. And uh, just because it really... There's something missing in the game. Fun. Fun is missing. <laughs> they managed to make a game without any fun. I think that might have been a mistake. <laughs> um, I would say from my perspective, though, um, just playing... Because I played Part 2. Uh, myself and Kyle have both played... And we played for VGBS, the Famicom Splatter House, which is fucking amazing. A-plus game. And we both mastered the very first Splatter House on the Turbo. Yeah, it's a big childhood thing. Yeah, and I mean, I, f- I played it uh, today again on the arcade just because I was like, man, there's something missing in part two. I think it has to do with the overall horror ambiance. It's missing that big piece of just, it's just not as gory as the first one. The first one, there is bodies and guts and blood everywhere. Every crevice of every level. There's a lot of green slime. Green slime. Yeah, they threw in a lot of that. The first one has this, like, charisma, like that unnameable it factor, um, where it's like, think about, like, that, that poltergeist boss, you know? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, there's just something about that boss that's just so classic. And the the double chainsaw sackhead Jason boss. Yeah, like, it's, everyone talks about, they think about Splatterhouse and they're having a conversation, a lot of times you're, you'll get onto that subject, like, oh, that that boss is crazy, you know, and, you know, that, that was also what was cool, um, with the first one where that double shotgun trick where you yeah. pick up the shotgun and keep dropping the other one and just slowly progress through the level as you pick up one and drop the other, you throw it in front of you mm-hmm. Yep. and you drop it. Um, that, that's just a cool trick. And then just, uh, as far as like the weapons go, they give you like a meat cleaver when you go into that church. So you have that church too is really cool. It just has that, like, the atmosphere. It's just so so many classic things. The music, too, in the original is killer. Like, just, it's more, it's, like, creepier. It's genuinely just more, like, chilling, kind of. There's something about it. You could say, oh, it's because it's on the second part's on the Genesis, but the third game has good music. <laughs> so, and that's on the Genesis. So there's no excuse there for part two. It did have some cool aspects, though. I did like getting chased on the boat by the chupacabra 
<laughs> little thing, like the, uh, what is it? The Loch Ness Monster? The Kraken? Yeah. Oh, the Kraken, yeah. the Cthulhu. Ch- yeah. Chupacabra. It was, a, it was definitely like an octopus yeah, Cthulhu Kraken thing. Yeah. Creepy looking thing, but getting chased by that was cool. Yeah, that almost felt like reward after kind of the tough level before it. Yeah. It was like, okay, now here's something fun. Run through, punch the shit out of these guys, and isn't this badass looking? Now, wasn't the Chupacabra like a Mexican, like, wombat or rat? Some, some or kind s- of Mexican rat looking. Some kind of weird yeah. looking, like, okay. That was supposedly, there's like pictures of it and stuff. It's funny. <laughs> it's it's funny, though, like, nowadays, none of that's believable, because Photoshop, like... Oh, yeah, nothing. <laughs> it's all, enough. like, any, like, UFO pictures, like, well... But, but yeah, like the fact that you actually save Jennifer and she actually, you like rescue her and take her off the island and she follows you. That's fucking cool. You like go into the depths of hell and it's like super trippy when you go in there. Some of those, the atmospherics and those aspects are cool. It's just the, the overall game just seems uninspired. I kind of really like the um the part where you're fighting the aborted fetuses. That was gory. <laughs> yeah, that that was not bad. <laughs> in the shack. Yeah. Yeah. It it's just it, to me like I, I think I mentioned <laughs> it like in our our emails throughout the week that it felt like a um a Nightmare on Elm Street part 5 bad instead. Like it's not a terrible movie, but it just it doesn't hold the candle to the original. Right. And I can't say like a you know, Friday thirteenth part two comparatively to part one because it's a whole different aspect at that point. <laughs> but yeah, I would say it's it's more like a they just didn't want to retread the same game and for some reason forgot to add all the weapons. The yeah, half. I I don't know why uh, that's unforgivable. The fact there's no weapons in the game. <laughs> there's a weird one. Like I fell down a pit. So there are, like, pit levels, too, like, punishment levels. Like, instead of dying, yeah. you get taken to, like, a dungeon Oh, type. that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I killed a, a zombie, and he, his head fell off, and I, you could pick up his head. Really? I didn't. I did not fall down that pit. Now, you, you could throw it, you know? and But when you hit some guy it, who was ever in front of you, it would knock his torso off, and then his, like, legs would, like, go, like, running around. So it was almost like... <laughs> I'm really I was sorry like, wow, I missed that. Crazy. <laughs> Yeah, and it was like, uh, it's almost like detrimental though, like you get punished for using the weapon, and that's what I found too. So there's a bone. Yeah, that one was the coolest weapon, I think. That was awesome, because you like lift over your head and like smash into the. Yeah, the. the Whatever those things were. Screaming, you mean. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Those guys drove me fucking up the wall. I was like, shut up. And then when you get like three of them, it's like. (laughs) Oh, it's, it's terrible when you're doing poorly. And they don't shut the fuck up? Yeah. It's yeah like, no, it's like this is just making me like... angry at this point. <laughs> and I'm doing so much worse because of it. You, you know, I noticed in uh, Daria's uh, play, she did, a, she did a live stream and like halfway through she's like, fuck this and starts playing a different game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad when I'm playing a game. It's like, you know what? I'd rather be playing Fatal Labyrinth. Yeah. That's how much I don't want to play this right now. Yeah, it was just, it must have been, because I, like, skipped a little bit ahead, and I'm like, oh, look, she's playing a different game now. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's that's funny as hell. That's, that's great. I know I've always been a, a stubborn bastard, and I'll, I'll sit there and keep tracking at it until I beat the game. I have, I don't know, I wouldn't say I have ADHD, but it's, I can't, if something, if I'm doing poorly and it's just making me mad, it's like, no, I can't do this anymore. 
Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you have every game or you have access to a lot of games and just, I'm just going to play something else now. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's that like for me, I have it in my mind that this is our homework. This is my rental for the weekend. So I'm going to beat the fucker. Yeah. Get my money is worth. Well, out you know, of it's it. funny. I played it. I, I started the game one night and I was doing the first two levels. I was doing shit. Like I couldn't, it was making me mad. I was like, okay, I'm going to stop for a while. And then when I went back to do the streaming, those levels I had practiced, I ran right through them. It's like mm-hmm. I had the time to process it. And it's like, okay, no, I know what to do now, and I'm calm. Yeah, that's like the learning curve thing. It's a memorization type game. And I guarantee yeah. you, if you go through again, like, tonight, and I know you won't because, yeah, fuck that. But, <laughs> yeah, but, fuck this game. <laughs> but if you go through tonight, you'll probably get through level three, no problem. Oh, probably, yeah. And that's how it is. But it's it's a it's a long trek. The fact that, you know, Kyle and I both played the first one so much, I think we had a little bit of a leg up. That's why it's really interesting to hear from somebody who has only experienced part three, which is a drastic change in the series. Right. Now, the one thing I did love the aesthetic, like I know you complained about it. You said it wasn't atmospheric. I actually really liked that aspect of the game. (laughs) All I have to say is play the first one completely through. Then play the yeah. second one. It's it's not that it has a bad atmosphere because it does have an amazing atmosphere if you look at it on its own merit. Mm-hmm. However, when when you draw comparisons to the first one, it's just second fiddle. Right. A good example. There's a level that's like a hall, and there's like a bunch of deer heads that like spit vomit on you. Mm-hmm. And maybe they were doing the deer head from Evil Dead Two. I don't know, but it's kind of like they could have done better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there could have been something other than deers. Yeah, like come on guys, like the first game like there's it's almost like they you couldn't do better except in that level before the last it's like you're just inside that body but it's kind of that's all it is. I always thought they could have done more with that, but mm-hmm. it's cool for what that is. Yeah, I'm actually watching a video of that level right now where he's inside the body. He's like punching the shit out of a tumor. Yep. Yeah. It yep. <laughs> just like explode into pus. <laughs> yeah, and I always thought that level in Splatterhouse, it, it's like all the same creatures. It's like those little egg embryos or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that, that was kind of like a level where there's only one sprite, really, mm-hmm. other than the boss, which spits out more of the same sprite. It's just in that one level, really. The only thing that I would change about the first game, when the level when you're like inside that organism or whatever, I would have added like another section to it. Yeah, just making it like its own. I would have made maybe going into the organism itself, kind of fight that as like a, a mid boss or something, and then you actually go inside. So it's just more of the story kind of leads up to it. Other than that, I think the first game is like flawless. I mean, they they did reuse those little red amoeba things a lot. The little face hugger looking red guys, they use those a lot. That's the only creature in that one level. Do you notice how much uh, old games borrow from like Alien and Geiger? Oh, oh, so much. <laughs> what would have happened to the industry if, you know, Alien hadn't happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or Geiger wasn't such a crazy ass. But I, yeah, I guess he was famous on his own. It's not like, I think, I, I feel like he, uh, the movie almost brought attention to him in the U.S., but. Absolutely. I yeah. wouldn't probably know who he is if that didn't yeah. exist. I mean, you Contra, it's just that, like, biomechanical. I mean, even the box for Splatterhouse 2 has a totally not alien on it. 
It looks just like one, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't even just know like where he was in the game, but it's like, you know what, let's just throw Alien on the box. Yeah, there's so many games like that that have, you know, it looks just like a Xenomorph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. And then the level where, like, uh, Jennifer comes up and she's, you know, in the portal and she's screaming for help. And you see in the background, it's got, like, almost just, like this bone motif of, like, a throne thing that's totally yeah, very much reminiscent of his work. It's just so badass. I mean, it's... Oh, yeah, it's very metal. Whole game, whole series, looks like one '80s album cover. Yeah, you could definitely play it, you know, like some Slayer or something for sure. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. They should have just, you know, forget the music. Don't write your own. Just put some like hair band metal in the back. And you have to put it on vinyl. It has to be on vinyl. Yeah. So here's the here's the question for you, Dario. Why mm. do you not like this game? Because it has the cool atmospherics. Is it just the difficulty? It's it's sluggish. It's slu- he is so slow he's moving and he's he lumbers and yes. he bunny hops. Like you go to jump over the pits and he just kind of does this little hop over them and the whole game I'm like mashing down the button. It's like go faster, respond quicker. It just it misses it. I was thinking it just it just didn't feel right. You know, just fell off a little it bit. It fell off. Interesting. It might just be because I didn't notice anything with the jumping, but it's 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 pretty much the same as the first one. Yeah, because you can do like a little bunny hop, but you can jump pretty high too, though. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if were you playing it on a Genesis or was it on like a keyboard? I or? had to play it on the uh, emulator. I don't own Splatterhouse Two. I just almost wonder if you didn't have the touch sensitive. I might be. Controller. I bet you. Maybe maybe the game's gimped when you do it on emulation. I'll, I'll have to watch yeah. your live stream and see because because if it's just a keyboard. No, I was using a, um, a PlayStation controller, actually. Interesting. Should be fine, you would think. Yeah. Because, yeah, you can you can do a pretty high one, but the only way that you can slide, and you were doing some slides, <laughs> right? I got the sliding to work uh, sporadically. Like, I was having a really hard... Because I didn't know when I was doing the streaming that you could even do a slide, because it's like that secret handshake special secret move. But then someone actually told me in the stream after I'd already started playing Adam's Family. He was like, you know, you could have been sliding. It's like, really? Damn it. Yeah. Dude, it's yeah. hard to, like, hit it, though, like... It really is. I tried for, like, ten minutes. I loaded up a game today. I was like, okay, yeah. let me see if I can master this move. If I can do yeah. this. And I in ten minutes, I pulled, I managed to do it, like, three times. Really? Yeah. It's it's touchy as hell. I, I found that it's easier to do it on the second one than the first one. On the arcade first one, though. The um turbo one, it was pretty easy to do the slide. Here's the problem. The second one, you have to do a full jump and on the yes. landing do it. So you can't yeah. just... The first you gotta one, like, you jump up really high in the air and then come down like a diagonal and then hit the button. And it's like, no, it wasn't working. No. You yeah, do know you could do like a um a, a sort of like a super ghouls and ghosts like when you do the double jump how you jump one way and then jump backward you could actually jump and then slide the opposite way and I was doing that a lot as like a, a technique to like avoid guys and then slide at them. That's cool. That's a great. Yeah. That's a great little strategy I never thought of. Yeah, I saw you could turn around midair. Like I did. Yeah, yeah I did see that. So we land and slide. That's tight. Yeah, and you got to do like the moon though backward and all that. So it's all counterintuitive. <laughs> but, but I was able. That's how. That's the only way I could really do it consistently. Though, otherwise, I was like uh, Daria and doing it like fucking once every half half a minute, once every half hour. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that slide does two hits instead of one. So maybe they wanted to make it like harder just because it's like a specialty. 
Who knows? And he's committed to the fucking slide because once you do it, he goes. And if you miss, somebody's going to be waiting for you. Definitely committed, yeah. <laughs> I don't I feel like it's the kind of game where that really wasn't necessary to have have Mm-mm. it be that hard. I mean, it's not a, it's not a fighting tournament game where you're learning the special keystrokes. Like, I don't <laughs> think that's really supposed to be the point of this. And the Genesis has a third button. Just map it. Yeah, Let us that, have fun. That is the classic like quote that. right there. Like Map that. the fucking on non-used buttons, Sega. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> like, that's what they, they no never used, that, that third no, button. No, I don't even like know why it has button. three buttons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, to piss, just to piss us off. You only need two, and the proof is PC Engine Splatterhouse. That's PC Engine's only a two-button controller. There is a three-button, a six-button, even. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's different. Yeah. Uh, some Street Fighter 2 came out and all that good stuff. Yeah, it's, I, I can see. It's like you either need two or just or six. There's no... You don't need that in between. That was yeah. always weird about Genesis 2, the controller. Like, a lot of people I know, like, just do not like that big, the original one. They, they all go for that small, like, six-button. Mm-hmm. I have four six-button controllers just because it's like I, I need them. I hoard mm-hmm. them. They're like the Sega Saturn. They're just oh, yeah. I love Sega Saturn controllers too. Like, Sega Saturn controller, the white one's my favorite. Oh my god! Like this, it's just perfect. Like <laughs> the shape of it, like it's like a battering almost or something. I don't know. But the thing also with Splatterhouse too, like the one level, it's just more going into how the levels I think could have had a little more thought put into them. There's one level where it's kind of like a, a fire, like void. It's in level um seven. Mm-hmm. But it's like a tripped out like fire void level. It's almost like one of those shmups that has like oh, when you're going down into hell, like the the tunnel. It, it actually doesn't yeah. it actually yeah. have the little fire spots that Life Force has. <laughs> it's very empty. It's just mm-hmm. like this. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like come on. It looks like a magic eye painting. <laughs> There's a few just of those levels strewn throughout, and then you have stuff like the uh, the forest. That was just like, it seemed like it was just like copy and paste forest. It wasn't like oh, yeah. anything you And they used it twice. It's great you say that because there's a part in level 7 too where there's like a bunch of like ghost heads. Yeah. Like flying and there's like, it's actually parallax. But it's funny because you can see the layers of parallax and the, basically the same sprite is like stuck onto a, a black like, you know, bitmap image. And then they're just layered. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. like, come on. Like this, it seems like it was rushed at the end. Yeah, I, I mean, there could be there could be a story. It, it'd be interesting to hear the story because yeah. it seems like it was rushed because there's stuff like they they're like, oh yeah, we'll just throw the weapons on the second half at the end, and then they're like, oh nope, game has to be released, and then they like like don't don't fix the backgrounds on that level. We don't we don't need to. We don't need weapons. We don't need the backgrounds fixed. Nobody will notice. They'll never get past the third level. <laughs> no one's going to beat this piece of shit anyway. I was kind of wondering. I was looking at the front of the Genesis box. There's no, like, age thing. When did that kick in? Uh, with Mortal Kombat. That was Mortal Kombat, so. When did that one come in? Definitely though? after, well, you said this was 92, so that's pretty early. Let's look her up real quick. Because this game probably made some noise too, right? Like, I'm sure some parents are like, gasp, you know. Well, I don't think it was popular enough because Mortal Kombat came Maybe out no. in '95, so that was three years later. That's yeah. a long. That's a long. I mean, normal, Mortal Kombat was like a phenomena. Very true. This was very much a kind of cult thing that's just gained popularity. And it was on the Genesis, which was niche in itself, because <laughs> yeah. the Genesis started picking up steam in '95 because of Mortal Kombat because it had blood. 
as it did Abacab. That was the yeah. Code. But but basically, you know, it was like in in the '92 era, it'd be the same people that you know are like maybe in a niche group because they're like, oh, I got my Genesis and it's way better than the Nintendo and. You know, the Super Nintendo came out, it doesn't hold a candle because we have blast processing. <laughs> it wasn't until Mortal Kombat came out that it really stood out. And it's like, all right, now we have blood. I got my Genesis <laughs> in like 93, 94. I think I got mine in 2007. <laughs> like, I didn't have a Genesis. Wow. I had a Super <laughs> Nintendo. I had a Super Nintendo. I played Kyle's. He definitely came over and played mine. I was poor, man. I I didn't grow up rich. Like I was the rental kid. Like I, I the, see. In my experience, the Genesis was like the poor kid system. It must have gone on sale because all like low income families have in South Florida own Genesis. It was it was definitely <laughs> really? on sale. That's the reason why. Cause yeah. I was like, why are my parents buying me this? And it was like it took me to service <laughs> merchandise. Nice. <laughs> Before it closed down because the guy couldn't do business right. Yeah. It was definitely on sale there, and it was definitely cheap because they bought it for me, and I was like, whoa, it was just out of nowhere, real weird. Mine was kind of cool. Uh, one of my friends had a Game Gear at school. Uh, some other kids had Game Boys, but she had a Game Gear, and I saw it, and I'm like, holy shit, that thing's in color. So, you know, I begged my dad for one. He's like, okay. And my birthday is in December, like uh, December 13th. But anyone wants to get me anything. <laughs> but no, <laughs> it's, you know... Um, so my dad goes and he he's gonna get me the Game Gear and he and he sees the Sega display and he's like holy shit, Genesis is badass. So you know that's all we got that Christmas was the family got a Genesis and then for my birthday I got the Game Gear. Nice. Oh, it's a Sega year for you. Yeah, it was a, that was the video game that was the video game Christmas. That's all we got. So what did your Genesis come with? Was it the Altered Beast or was it Sonic uh, or Sonic Two? I had Sonic Two. That was the one that I got. Mm-hmm. So maybe it must have been the same same time where I just got like the same clearance sale. or something. Yeah, that's probably was a sale. Maybe they they did a deal because because he got both so, systems. Yeah, and like to kind of spearhead Nintendo at least try that could be you give them a, give them give the people like at least some deal and it's like oh look look this way yeah because I remember it came with uh, Sonic Two we ended up with both Sonic so I can't really swear to which one it came with but I'm pretty okay. sure it came with Sonic Two. He also bought Aladdin. So that was that's pretty good Very gaming package of stuff to have available. Mine may have come with Sonic. Now I'm like, I can't remember. Yours came <laughs> with Sonic 1, Kyle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. There was a Sonic 2 one. Yeah, there was. There, the uh, uh, that's what I'm saying. I had both, and both my cartridges were not for resale. So I'm weird. really not certain which one it came with. <laughs> that's weird. That's funny. Yeah, because I think I was the different route where it was like, I worked when I was like 12. Even my parents put me to work, and I saved up money, and eventually, and I got Super Nintendo much later. It's a good choice. It's a good yeah, choice. it was just like, and then I just never had a Genesis because we always played it with at Kyle's house, so I never needed one. Mm-hmm. And and then uh, my buddy Keenan, who lived like a, th- a few doors down, he had a Genesis, and all he had was Mortal Kombat two and Sonic two, and that was it. What a sad childhood. But you had you had linked to the sh- past like in an arm's reach. But I had linked to the past. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That that was the thing though. So like <laughs> my thing was is and the classic story was when I got all my games back when I came back from overseas, it was like Christmas. And that's when the nostalgia bug hit me and I started getting all the systems and everything and I got my model one and 
box Sega CD, and I got my little Tower of Power now. <laughs> and got, like, everything boxed and all that craziness. Before this crazy collector video game craze happened. Yep. So I have a CIB copy of Splatterhouse 2 and Splatterhouse 3. So I, I got so much insanity. Kyle can attest, and Kyle has even more than I do nowadays, I'd say. Daria, were your parents one to, like, keep the stuff, or did you just guys throw away the boxes? Like, how did you guys... I, um, my manuals got pretty uh, flipped through and torn up. The boxes we pretty much kept because they were clamshells. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's a good point, too. The only boxes that I didn't have uh, were the the cardboard ones just disappeared, so they must have gotten torn open or, mm-hmm. or lost. I'm not sure, but I know everything had a clamshell. Now, I ended up replacing it all anyway because it was pretty... I was not um, uh, a careful child. I like I did not take good care of my stuff. It happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially when you have people coming over too. Like I remember my yeah. my cousins came over one Christmas and broke every toy I got. <laughs> I'd be so angry. It's like for real. I'm still the like, the Kerr curse style. You scarred me. <laughs> yeah, it's just but if you have like brothers and cousins and mm-hmm. it gets crazy. Yeah, my brother yeah, is seven years older no than way. I am. So he and he would do terrible things. Like I'd have like you know I'm a girl, so I'd have dolls. I remember like him and his friends. I go we there's a lake in front of our house, and I go out one day, and there's uh, Eric from the Little Mermaid, and he's had his arms and legs ripped off, and he's, like, covered in seaweed goo or whatever. <laughs> it's like, what did you do? <laughs> you stripped him naked and, like, disem- disemboweled him in the la- lake. He yeah, was, like, burn G.I. Joe's and melt, like, <laughs> hand on their head. And <laughs> Magnifying glasses. Classic boys, yeah. Boys exactly. Boys. Being evil, it's great. <laughs> Uh, that that was the thing is like Kyle and I both like meticulously took care of a lot of our stuff because like my brother is 10 years older than me and my sister's 14 years older than me. So they're pretty much out of the house by the time I got into okay everything. Mm-hmm. And Kyle's only child, redheaded stepchild, junior for problem <laughs> child. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so it's like, but I, I like my manuals, they went in a baggie. When you were a child, you put your manuals in a baggie? In one baggie. Everything went in there, and I actually found it, like, many years later. And I'm like, holy shit, they're all fucking mint. <laughs> uh, okay, I have well, I have one original manual for when I was a child for Shining Force. And it's got no nice. cover. It has a coffee cup ring on it. It's got <laughs> pen drawings all in it. <laughs> At one point, I was practicing how to sign my name in cursive on the back of it. That's awesome. Like... Sign your autograph, you know, just in case. <laughs> Sitting there using Shining Force as a note and scratch pad. Yeah. So like, this is good enough. Yeah. Do the autograph thing. <laughs> Might as well practice young, right? I actually found, Kids. like, drawings from when I was a kid inside that, that too. I had, like, a drawing of, like, Ultra Mario that had, like, Wrecking Tail and Shooting Fire all at the same time. Oh, that'd be a cool idea, actually. <laughs> and I think a Hammer Brother, too. It was, like, completely Mario 3. Yeah, like I used to really take cool um, I used to lay out the manuals to the pages that would have like the illustrations of the characters and combine like I'd take okay, I'm gonna draw this guy's head with this guy's body and this guy's haircut. Mm-hmm. And I'd make my own. <laughs> <laughs> so um did everybody 
beat Splatterhouse 2? I don't think Dark. No! <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> like, fuck that shit. <laughs> fuck those fetus babies. <laughs> I, I did beat it. And I think it took me about the, the time I did beat it, because I didn't beat the first time. Um, I, it took me about 40 minutes. Whereas the original Splatterhouse took me about 15 today. Okay. To beat it. I was pumping quarters in though, so I didn't beat it on one, conti- one continue. Okay. Yeah, I, I'd actually beat it once I, once the, I actually saw the Aborted Fetus boss, I was like, oh, I fucking remember now. Like, so when I got the game, I had played it when I tested it and I just beat it through. Yeah. But um, then I was like, oh, no shit, I, I've beaten this one before. And then it was like years ago, maybe four or five. I don't know when I got it. But... So remember, I think you said you don't remember playing through it, but then it came yeah. back to you. It came yeah. back to you. That's cool. That's it really was like cool. like one though. night, like five years ago. Like, but the first Splatterhouse I'd beaten like a lot. And the Famicom one, I, you know, that's like my go-to. Yeah, that, that Fami, that Fami episode that we did, that was a, that was a fun one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that 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 game uh, is extremely amazing, Daria. The uh, Splatterhouse, uh, was it? Wampaku Graffiti. Yeah. That that game's awesome. Okay. That I will I will legitimately check that out. I'm not opposed to Splatterhouse. I just don't like this game. Oh, <laughs> this you'll, particular you'll game like I don't like, but Yeah. This one he's super jumping and like okay. it's 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 awesome. That the that one is it's an A plus game and it should have been released in the States. <laughs> But, uh, but, yeah, I would say part two, though, there's a lot that's off for it, but there's a lot that it does well. I just think that, you know, the the mix and it just it feels like they tried to avoid everything from the first game, which is almost a mistake, because if they would have included some of it as like a little bit of a you know continuation and a throwback, we could have related mm-hmm. and it would actually hit another nostalgia bone. I think they, by avoiding and trying to do a whole new atmosphere to this game, it almost was a hindrance. I don't know. Um, you know, the fact that, you know, there was hardly any weapons was disappointing. I didn't see the fucking shotgun, which pisses me off. <laughs> this game had no shoes either. <laughs> Rick and uh, Jessica both, I think that's her name, right? Yeah. They both didn't have they no, had Gen- shoes. Jennifer, Jennifer. 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 Yeah. Jennifer. Yeah. The, the, the lack fight. of shoes didn't bother me. That's not, that, that was just exactly funny. A... I was like, it's like a foot fetish game or something. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Someone else commented on that in one of the things I was watching, too. Was like, oh, really? It's funny. It's like, why doesn't he ever have shoes? He's like Fred Flintstone or something. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> I think this might be one of the first weeks that we haven't created a um a forum post for these game for oh, this yeah. game. And she's kind of like Wilma now. That I think about it in a little like white dress. Wilma, yeah, right. It's like totally like the Flintstones. She if Wilma sounded like the haircut. fly, her voice. <laughs> Help me! <laughs> Some classic. She has that '90s haircut too, like classicness. Like she belongs I in like music the music video. I like the scene, like when they show her face. Like he is obviously classic B movie slasher, not Jason Voorhees. Uh-huh. And then they show her, and she's like almost anime. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's a really weird kind of mashup of aesthetics. <laughs> like it's all of a sudden it's every uh, gamer's fantasy, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> or just like bad Photoshop clip art. Like what are these two pictures? They don't go together, but there we go. 
Mm-hmm. We'll make it work. It could just it could just be that the artists don't know how to draw females in a realistic sense. They can't draw. Oh, there anime. you go. <laughs> just fit that puzzle piece in. It'll, it'll work. Yeah, they're like, yeah, just just ah, throw I that. Can't in. draw hands. Let me just put them behind her back. Or or it could be the same <laughs> thing with the uh, the back the backgrounds and the lack of weaponry. We'll put it in at the end. Oh oh, release oh. the game. <laughs> she, she's a stick figure. Who cares? <laughs> Nobody'll notice. They'll never get that far. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No one's gonna beat this game. Ah, <laughs> uh, so for the uh, the bullshit masters, get get to it. Well, and you too, and YouTube. <laughs> I said fuck. Well, well, no, you, YouTube exists too. That's the other thing. So I did think it was cool that zombies can fall into the pits and the puddles and stuff. Just like that was. A, yeah, I like luring yes. that one guy in. That's fun. So he drowned. Yeah. I also like the one that was like a chest burster, like pops into the air, and by that time you've got the. Uh, the rod and you like smash him like a baseball bat. Yes. Yeah, yes. That was fun. Yeah, like why couldn't they just have weapons in every fucking level? It'd have been amazing. The weapons were it made it so much more fun. Yeah, if they would have just included weapons in every level, I think we would be talking with a different tone because it would have just been more exciting and fun throughout. Yeah. I mean, that's what makes people love like Friday the 13th movies like what weapons yeah. Jason gonna do next like what's his what kills gonna happen next mm-hmm. it's like become that exactly you know like they didn't even have the machete or the spears or anything in this game and it's like no ah <sighs> I just want to throw in, it's like they threw in the chainsaw as like a, a little teaser because you can use it on that little it, boss it part. It's really shitty. It, it actually punishes you if you try to use those weapons. Yes. Because uh, I kept falling for the scissors because I'm like, okay, I'm going to grab these scissors, going to jump up and hit him. And every time I tried to do that, he would move too slowly with them mm-hmm. and yeah. it would kill him. And I'm like, why Why do I keep falling for the same trap? Now I got to run through the whole level again. <laughs> To grab the scissors again, because I don't know what I'm doing. Those giant scissors remind me of that uh, Super Nintendo PlayStation game that they had, where you're like the little female, and you're walking Clock around. Clock Tower. And uh, you had the yes. crazy dude that does the jump scares with the giant scissors. That is scissors. actually one of my favorite games. Clock Tower is awesome. I remember yes. seeing um, a J- the Japanese, I think it was on Game Center CX with Arena. And he was playing the Super Nintendo one, and then I later found out that there was a PlayStation version. The PlayStation one actually got me a job. 
<laughs> really? I yeah, that was actually actually the PlayStation one. I guess in a way, kind of got me into game collecting because I had played the Super Nintendo one on emulation. I knew it was badass, and I discovered near my home there's a GameStop in the mall, and they had you know the the the, the one for PlayStation. I was like, holy crap! So I go back with a pile of you know shitty cartridges I don't want, trade them all in for my eleven dollars pick up the game <laughs> and an application, get the job. And then this GameStop at the time was still selling classic consoles. So I buy back all my games that I traded in on discount and, you know, nice. game collecting kind of went from there. All thanks to clock tower. All thanks to clock tower. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So it was like, they, why would they penalize you though for using the weapons? And then they're not even frequent. And no. that chainsaw was like garbage. And they're kind of lame too. It's like a bone, a pipe, and a shotgun that I guess was kind of secret. Well, the shotgun's badass, but the, I mean, that's it. A bone and a pipe. How many shots did you get with the shotgun? Eight. Eight. Okay. So it was consistent as the first one. Yeah. Still though, like, why would they just not have a variety of weaponry? Like, that's. Dude, there's like three shotguns in the first Splatterhouse, I think. Yeah, there. Or have no weapons at all. I mean, if you're not going to be a weapon game, don't throw them in. I don't mm-hmm. see. I, I don't understand. I just. It, I, it, I don't understand. All three of the games have shotgun in them, but I'm saying with um, the Famicom one. Mm-hmm. But because uh, Splatterhouse 3 is just a different type of game, so I that, like, categorize that differently. Well, yeah, and, and three, like you, if you drop a weapon, like or get hit, the little ghost try to steal it from you and take it to the ghost room, and then you can pick them up again. It was weird because I was playing it right before the podcast, and like I took the the stick or the pipe or whatever the fuck it was that I found the first level, and it was like, oh, I can only like throw it at the enemies. Once the ghost took it to the ghost room, and I picked it up. Then I was able to use it as like a club, and it actually worked like the bone when they were um almost dead. So. Like, some enemies would take, like, three hits to kill them completely. The third hit would, like, crush them into the ground. They'd explode into, like, a acidy mess. It's, like, green splattery mess. So that was pretty cool, though. The thing is, though, is my favorite weapon is when you take the uh, the actual bat or the piece of wood in the first one and you crush them against the wall. Or the same thing with Splatterhouse 2 when you get the, the pipe. Mm-hmm. Two by four is just awesome for some reason. Like yeah. no one ever just... thought it, except Hacksaw Jim Duggan, maybe. Oh, <laughs> no one ever thought these two by four. It's like, yeah, it's just yeah. like crushing them against the wall <laughs> is so satisfying. <laughs> Splat. That's why, like, I was very excited when they announced the reboot of the series for the PS3 and Xbox oh. 360, and then I played it. Yeah. And it's it reminds me of Button Mashy like part three. Except for way, way more. <laughs> like, oh yeah, let's take the couple seconds that it takes you to kill an enemy in part three and let's make it a minute each guy. That's like a third person game though, ain't it? Like Grand Theft Auto uh, mm-hmm. three or Vice City or something. Well, when I saw the screenshots, I'm like, oh sweet, this could be sandbox like Grand Theft Auto running around as fucking Jason Voorhees killing, ripping demons and zombies and fetuses. Yeah, that's, that sounds that like would have been a good game. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Like that would have been a good game. <laughs> like interact with anything, grab weaponry everywhere. Like oh my god. Yeah. And then it ends up being just another God of War clone with a lot more emphasis on button mashing. <sighs> sad, sad times. <laughs> you know, it's actually a good. 
kind of metal God of War clone is the uh, Dante's Inferno. Yes. That game is really cool. And then was it the Darksiders games? <gasps> That's more like Zelda. That is not God of War. That is a straight up Zelda clone and they are awesome. Is it straight up Zelda yeah, clone? Yeah, it's, it's a blatant Zelda clone. Because I have it and with that entire generation, I would buy games and then play them for like a demo's worth amount of time and then mm-hmm. never get back to them. So I just remember it feeling like another oh, another third person game. It must be like God of War. I didn't get into the mechanics or anything. No, it's uh you know area. It's it's you have the the free exploration areas are blocked off by you have to find the right item to interact with the thing. You go through the dungeons and even the chest, like even the kind of motion of going up to the chest and making a big presentation about opening it and getting your new item. It's just flat out Zelda. Nice. Second one's the same. Yeah, just more of the same. I think one of the shrines that I'm going to start working on next, because I have a giant Zelda shrine of every Zelda game, I want to start getting all the Zelda-style games. There's some good ones. And not necessarily an action RPG, because all action RPGs don't feel like Zelda. No, there's a difference. There's definitely a genre of Zelda clones. Yes. I mean, 3D Dot Game Heroes, for example. Oh, that game's amazing. Oh my god. I love that game. That is in my hidden. That's in my hidden gems book. It's. It is. is it a hidden? I guess so. Yeah. Oh, it is. I oh, yeah. the the most fun I had with that is you can edit your uh, main character mm-hmm. and draw anything you want. So like I had two that I was really proud of. One was like a kind of like a Gradius ship. Nice. So when the sword comes out, it's like a big beam that kills things. And the other one was a naked dude. <laughs> <laughs> sword comes out of the where the wiener should be. Yeah. <laughs> oh lord <laughs> i think i just played as link the whole time because i just downloaded the link skin and played as oh link. yeah see i i love games where you kind of can add your own content mm-hmm. i love making stuff modding is so amazing that's why super mario maker is a dream for a lot of people I, I you know what that does look fun i don't have a wii U though yeah one of my co-workers doesn't have any consoles and bought the Wii U just so he could play Mario Maker because he saw like a lot of the videos on YouTube and things like that and he's like, Oh my god, I need to play this. Then he played it and he's like, It's better than I imagined <laughs> And he's not a not that much of a gamer. I really wanted to get into like I have Little Big Planet and I really wanted I thought that would be fun making your own levels, but the game forces you to actually play it to unlock the items to build with and I was like, you know what, fuck it no. I don't want to play this. I just wanted to build. Yeah. I mean, in in Mario Maker, it does slowly, quote unquote, unlock content. But there's ways there's ways that apparently if you just draw a block across the screen a bunch, it'll (laughs) unlock everything. Oh, okay. That's fine. Screen with a block or something. I'll I'll jump through the hoop. That's okay. Just don't make me play through a story mode. No, there's no story mode okay, or anything. Okay, good. They ha- they have um a 10, 10 Mario mode or something like that where you're playing through levels that gives you examples. Mm-hmm. And if you beat all those, it unlocks the Nintendo World Championships levels, which is freaking awesome. So I did that just so I could play the Nintendo World Championship levels, and those were really cool. The 100 Mario Challenge is awesome because it just pulls levels from peop- ones that people make. Okay, and that's really interesting. We were playing that last week with, um, if anybody died, you had to take a drink. And so we were playing a lot and drinking a lot. And it was really awesome. We were playing on normal because you can play on easy, normal, or expert. 
experts okay. all troll levels. So it's yeah. at the, at at this point. Like I guess when all the um the YouTuber viewers got their early copies and shit, like they could go through and beat it on expert because there weren't that many levels. Uh-huh. Now it's the, how it's categorized. Every single one of those is like a uh, fucking Kaizo Mario. <laughs> You've got to carry the shell and jump and release at the right time to jump off of it type fucking level. Yeah. That's like not a normal gamer can play. <laughs> it's not fun. Like it's it's fun on normal. It's awesome on normal. Now isn't there like I was somebody was saying there's like quality control where to publish a level you actually it must be beatable. Here's the thing. It is, and go ahead and play my level called The Evil Underground. It mm-hmm. took me three hours to beat it once. And I did, and I made it. Right. And I and I did, I beat it. Uh, one person has beaten it out of, like, a thousand, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's, people do that, and like, okay, so I can go through it, I can beat it once. Right. Yeah. And that takes three hours. But... It's, yeah, exactly, and the thing is, is when you have infinite levels is the same thing as you know you playing splatterhouse 2 and you're like well i'd rather play this family right now right <laughs> so and and they conveniently included a skip feature when you're playing 100 mario mode so if you're playing a level that's trolling you you feel like you can't beat it you can hold the select button and, it, and it'll like let you go to the, another level you don't well, get nice. to beat it but you don't have to beat it so, like, if you're losing, like, 10, 15 lives or something on this level because it's fucking trolling you or some shit. The thing is, like, you can almost look at it as, like, it's like a puzzle game because it is mm-hmm. beatable. It is beatable. That's, That's what drives cool people nuts, actually. And the the cool thing is, though, is that, like, we started the Nintendo Age thread posting each other's levels, and you can actually follow people when you like their levels. So I'm mm-hmm. basically following all the people on Nintendo Age. and oh, that's so cool. when like penguin makes a new level i can play his new level or quack or anybody and that's awesome and then like there's people on youtube i think it's like game explain they made like a donkey kong level and a frogger level and like they're doing a bunch of cool shit you know it's sad this game is really awesome and people are having so much fun with it now just imagine when a couple years from now when nintendo's just like you know what no no more Mario Maker. <laughs> that that's the th- you know thing. what's gonna happen. And that that's what's tough about getting vested in current generation and why uh-huh. Kyle is because Kyle is like two generations behind. All I I I am too at this point. Like I don't I never buy anything launched or I mean like a, a Wii U. They're they're talking about the NX now, and I still don't even have a Wii U. Kyle's still in PlayStation Two and GameCube right now. That's where Kyle's at. <laughs> oh, well, that's a little, okay, I'm a little ahead As of I that. Said, I got a Wii. Generation. I got a Wii. That's, that's, yeah, oh, that's yeah, little, he, did get, uh, he did get him to get a Wii. Uh, oh, yes. And my buddy's going to give me his PS3. Nice. When he gets a PS4, he's going to sell it to me for $100, he says. See, so so Kyle is, is cre- creeping up on us. But but the, okay. the thing is, though, is that with, <laughs> with those systems, when they start killing off the online features, like Mario Maker's built on that. That's what I'm saying. There is no game without the community. No, there is not a game without the community. And as we know, Nintendo is quick to kill the online. They have a bad track record with that. And they're also very terrible about continuing the last generation's system. So the Wii's whole online system is completely different than the Wii U's online Mm -hmm. system. 
they do that shit again with the NX or whatever the hell the next system is going to be, because that might not even be the system. Nobody really knows. Yeah, well, I know. But, um, and, and they're terrible. They don't want people touching their shit. So you can forget about anyone hacking it and hosting like Mario Maker private servers or anything. Because Nintendo will cease and desist that shit immediately. Yeah. I I can see that being a big issue, and it's the same thing with Splatoon that's going on right now. Like yeah. a lot of that stuff, like I, if they do it right, they'll just bring it out of the next system and keep it going. I don't know if I trust them to do that though. I don't trust Nintendo. <laughs> Me neither. That's sad. I'd I, I mean, this sounds like fun. I'd I I wish I had a Wii U now so I could be doing it currently with everyone else, but. Unfortunately, I always trust Nintendo to bring great games, but I don't trust them with any kind of online connectivity or experiences. Mm -hmm. They did show they did show that they're a little progressive with this title. I noticed they're actually letting people communicate with each other and actually post notes because there's a lot of vulgar notes. There's a lot of that with the (laughs) Wii U, actually, because the whole um, whatever the hell the Wii U online system is, mm-hmm. um, that's pretty huge. That There's actually communities for every single Wii U game on their online network. So, like, if you want to go on the Wind Waker community, people post constantly, and you'll see pictures on there and everything. Because I know with the Wii, they were all about, okay, we're not going to can't share anyone's name, you only get a number, you can't talk to one another, there's no communication. They've built the community now, yeah. and, like, I know on when you're playing Mario uh, 3D World and New Mario U and things, when you go to a level, like, it'll pop up little, like, people's quotes, like, fuck this level, and yeah. it, it won't, you can't curse, though, but it'll be like, this level's hard, or, <laughs> you know, it's like little cheesy versions. Well, I saw with Mario Maker, the videos I've been watching, there's a lot of vulgar language. There was one where it was just a level, and some, some guy had gone through with annotations or whatever and just drawn a bunch of dicks. I, I believe it, and it, that <laughs> probably won't last that long because yeah. Nintendo will probably take all that shit down. But it's like that's the first thing you think of when you think, "Oh, people are gonna make dick levels." That's oh, I would. <laughs> every every level I make is just gonna be climbing up a tower <laughs> of penis. Now, now here's the <laughs> irony: is that like right now, when you buy Mario Maker, you can create ten levels and upload them to the community. Okay. As people like your levels, they can star them. If, as you get a certain amount of stars, I think it's like 50, you can now create, you get an extra level. You can level up how, oh. how many stars you get. So they limit you. You can upload more levels. I didn't realize. Yeah, so the, oh. the irony is is that my hard levels get like barely any stars because I've noticed that people will just star you once they beat the level. Uh-huh. And I made a level called my daughter's name, London's Level. And basically, it's just a bunch of stairs and all the princess costumes, and you can't die. And that one has the most stars. <laughs> it's seriously, it's just stairs to a flagpole and a bunch of different, like, that's it. That one has, like, 20 stars or 30 stars or something. That's broken. Evil Underground has one, because one person beat it. Everyone else says, this is hard. No stars. <laughs> And it's creative, that's the thing. So it's, I have another one called um, Who is Danky Kang? <laughs> he plays a little like hedge, retarded looking hedgehog from Animal Crossing instead of Sonic. <laughs> it was awesome. That okay, one- there's a reason that one has stars. 
That one has stars. <laughs> that, that one's clever. That one, that one deserves I curated that the first weekend, too. That was the best part. <laughs> but anyway, Splatterhouse 2 is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had no clever segue for that. That was just flat out. Oh, it's flat Bring out it awesomeness. We need to make a Splatterhouse 2 level in Mario Maker. There we go. There we go. <laughs> a bloody, gruesome Mario level. I was just sitting here thinking, like, the elevator parts, There's they actually uh-huh. reuse that because it's in the beginning part of the game, you're going down, and then the last level, you're going up. So... It's just another example of, like, they could have done something else, but yet they went with the same idea, like, twice. It's almost like they rehashed the entire game a second time to pad it. Yeah. Because you gotta get Jennifer out of it now. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I mean, the, you do the boat twice. I mean, that's a perfect example. Yeah, I mean, instead of a whole nother scene, it's like they reuse. Mm-hmm. It could have been more. So that that would be the um the tagline for Splatterhouse Two. It could have been more. <laughs> what, what could have been? Yeah. What could have been? And you know what's ironic is like so far I haven't even looked at my notes for this game. So I took notes while I played it. I forgot about that. I forgot to take notes. One of these days I'll come prepared for one of these things with all my little nerdy Hermione notes. So so let me go through my notes, because this is as I progress through all the levels, which will be hilarious. So level one, here's me right at the beginning on a, on a nice little nostalgic high. First level is perfect, as it's just like the original game. Gets players familiar. Level two, I don't remember seeing the past, past the elevator before when I played it. Uh, the bone weapon is brutal. End boss reminds me of Freddy of second level. <gasps> yes! That's mm. a very good... <laughs> <laughs> Very good ob- observation. Yeah. Um, level three, those screaming guys are back, and when one jumped into the river pool, it sounded like Michael Jackson from Moonwalker. <laughs> oh, yes. Because <laughs> he goes, oh, and he goes, ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyone else think that uh, Rick, when Rick gets hit, that he sounds like Sylvester Stallone? I'm going to have to hear it now. Yeah. Uh, that's all I can picture is under that mask now. It's Rocky. <laughs> It's Rocky underneath. Uh, <laughs> the one from the one from NES Rambo, <laughs> NES Rambo picture. I got him with his practically has his tongue out, mm. looking like he has Down syndrome. Do you know why his his lips are like that? No, he was born in like Hell's Kitchen. I guess his parents didn't have a lot of money, and he was a breech birth, so they oh. had to, they had to use um, a coat hanger Ooh. to like flip him around, and they got him on the the lip. They flipped him around, so that's why his lips like grew weird. <laughs> they were using a coat hanger for a breech birth? Yeah. Or else he would have, like, suffocated. They didn't huh. have money. They were, in, like, they were, like super poor. Yeah. <laughs> coat hanger, so many uses. <laughs> yes. Kyle, Kyle Gilbert, the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> Co- coat hanger, breech birth. All day. <laughs> they help uh. deliver babies and take them away. Now, now I wrote the the chainsaw is a bit <laughs> underwhelming due to the sound. It's so weird as you are shredding flesh, it's like no sound. And or the something fact that you like hold that? it for like what ten seconds, you know? ten seconds. It's like thanks, guys. Yeah. So I wrote level four, forced scrolling with a kraken following you. Um, the woods is a repeat level of three without the river. And they should have waited a level level or two to repeat, not just, like, the next level. Yeah. If you give it some space in between, you won't even notice that kind of shit, but... Uh, the ghosts that reverse your controls are unavoidable. I put a question mark. I didn't know if they were unavoidable. 
like to stop them from reversing your controls. I don't know if they're unavoidable or not. I I kept on fucking hitting them. I couldn't avoid them. That's funny. I was watching a video. The guy whose video I was watching, he never got hit the entire game. But he did get caught up in those ghosts. Maybe they are. (laughs) And I was wondering what they did, because they didn't... I was like, they're not doing anything to him. I didn't realize... Obviously, I can't see his controls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, like, the worst is when you're jumping over a pit, and then you're still pressing to the right, and then you'll fall into the pit. Yeah, yeah. So what I did, I would just let the first one get me, and then I would just hold the opposite button and just go. Because you just had to kill those dumb zombies that looked like um, Grandpa Simpson or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Grandpa Simpson. <laughs> Abe, Abe Simpson. Abe, yes. <laughs> that level was, like, too easy for me. I was like, are you kidding me? And you just hold the left and just punch those stupid guys, and it's like, that's it. And all those ghosts, you can let like ten of them go around you because mm-hmm. they don't hurt you or anything. It's kind of like in Toji Avenue when you get hit by the Cupid and you walk like mm-hmm. it gets rearranged. But, yeah, but it's a platformer, so just hold the opposite button. You know, I just, it didn't phase me. The tongue boss at the end I wrote is in Splatterhouse Three question mark. The boss at the end of level four looked a lot like the some of the enemies in Splatterhouse three, and I wrote kind of anticlimactic um, transformation. It's kind of lame transformation at the end, and no weapons in that level? Question mark. The uh, the transforms into a spider. He's like a bug guy. Yeah, I thought that was lame. the that's the only boss that gives me trouble in that game. Really? Yeah, actually, yeah. Now we're to level five, finally in the mansion, kind of easy. Yeah. Uh, finally a weapon, but a disposable flask. Apparently I missed the fucking gun, or the the rifle. So it takes a long time to get to the, the mansion. I, I wanted to note that, Fifth too. Fifth level. Because it's just weird. I don't know, like... They have a really big yard. And, and I wrote <laughs> yeah, this. I don't, I don't know if this was the same for you, Kyle. I wrote, boss died in one hit in level five. <laughs> Kill the boss with one hit. Remind me of... Um... I mean, that was the flask level and, like, all the little chemistry, alchemy, yeah, like and shit. Which goes perfectly with, with, with Splatterhouse, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, kind of. You always I mean, got a mad alchemist in your scary mm-hmm. mansion. Yeah. Well, that's probably, that's how they make all the brutal monsters. That's, like, the zombie. Well, chamber. yeah. Where, where do you think I mean, it's, the... a, it's a It's a Frankenstein type thing. That was a good idea, I thought. I thought that mm-hmm. was cool. But, yeah, that boss, I killed him with one hit. I didn't write down what the boss was, for some reason. Level 6 was just a quick boss fight. <laughs> there was one level without a boss. I think it was level 7, maybe? Uh, level 7 is the trippy portal. Um, you save Jennifer, and the escape is pretty cool. However, Jennifer, Jennifer gets there first without any issues. Like, when you're doing an escape, like, you're fighting your way through, and, like, Jennifer's, like, there unscathed before you. <laughs> I noticed oh, yeah. that. That was funny as shit. Um, she took the shortcut. She yeah. Said, what the hell exactly. are you doing? Um, level eight was the elevator dodge as the house is crumbling. The boat ride is actually cool this time because you get to fight the Kraken that chased you in level four. Uh, then another boss fight with the one that chased you in the, into the portal earlier. That's why you didn't have the boss fight is because that guy chased you into the portal. So is this supposed to be the same house from the first Blatterhouse? Mm, I don't know. This one's on the middle like, of an island. They go to the house. The house burns up, I guess, in the first one, looking yeah, at a video here. Yeah, destroyed at the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. they rebuild it. He destroys it again. They come back again. But it's kind of like those little campfire stories. Like They the really house, can't kill this house. Was the house ever there to begin with kind of thing? Like, yeah, oh. and like, the irony is I think the mansion is supposed to be into the middle of a lake, but at the end of the game, it looks like it's a fucking vast ocean. 
Yeah, it's like, like, it's like those ghost stories people talk about, like Bachelor's Grove, where I live. It's like one of the most haunted cemeteries. They say there's like a house that appears there every once in a while if you're out there. And like, it's gotten so popular, like cops are out there, like making sure people don't go back there and shit. I mean, I don't really believe that stuff, but it's just kind of like that whole idea of like in Poltergeist too. It's just all like, who knows what the fuck's going on. I mean, why wouldn't they just kill Rick to begin with instead of leading him through some weird house full of like weird shit? It's just kind of like uh, one of those things where you question a video game so much, and then it's like, huh? <laughs> it's <laughs> then you just go, an then you go cross to that. string B movie references exactly. level after level. Exactly. It's not meant to be thought about, especially the, the Famicom one. There's like Exorcist boss in there. And oh, that's badass! Yeah, mm-hmm. like a Reagan, her head flies all around the room. It's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> you got oh, that, that game's the ultimate. It is. You haven't played that, you know? Like I that so I will cool. check out. I will check out that one. Yeah, that, that one's worth a Halloween live stream. And the graphics are just sick in that one. Like, for the oh, NES, yeah. there's, like, little stuff moving in the background, like, little details, and it's just killer. The last thing I wrote was the difference in difficulties, I think, is just the text after the credits. That's, like, your ending bonus for beating it in hard. I mean, it says rip them up at the end when you beat it in, in hard or expert. <laughs> That's all it says. Really? That's it. That's it. Okay. Congratulations. You went through it in the harder difficulty. Now rip them up. <laughs> yeah. So where are you going toward? We should do a, a bit of a, a grade. Rip them. Wasn't that um, <laughs> No Holds Barred, right? Rip them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, what was that guy's name at the end? Zeus. <laughs> oh, God. That's so terrible. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We'll do, we'll do a fucking grade. A grade for Splatterhouse uh. 2. Ladies first, let's like, I don't want to hear Daria trash. Let's see her. You know what? I shouldn't. I want to be like D or F, but that's that's too biased because I didn't even finish it. I give it a C. It had it was promising, but not good. So I think it's a C. C, huh? Just flat C. No, the one, the grade that I'm going to give it, it, it hurts me inside. It really does. But the thing is, I'm a huge Splatterhouse freak, so... As far as horror movies and stuff, you know, that's, like, one of my things. So, it pains me not to give it an A. Yeah, it does pain to not give it an A. It's definitely not an A game, though. No, not at all. Splatterhouse gets an A. There's that one level that I would change. Yeah. Splatterhouse is solid A. Spend the Famicom gets an A+. There's nothing I would change. No. But, uh, yeah, yeah, the Famicom one is, like, an A++ if we could give it two pluses. So, this... this <laughs> Grade's actually probably good for most people listening, but to me, a B plus, and that actually hurts for me. A I, B plus? It's not even fun. It, I want to give it an A, but there's a lot that I would have changed about this. Um, I don't know. Once you get used to the patterns, that's the other thing. Like, it's really hard. It's a weird game mm-hmm. because it's like uh, it's super hard when you don't know the patterns, and it's super easy when you do. Mm-hmm. Once you know the patterns, you can just run through the stuff. So I get, don't think that's a plus. <laughs> like that seems really unbalanced. I don't... Anything that I can run through and then that I'm good at is cool <laughs> for me to play. Basically, like you know, that's kind of how um, I think a lot of people view a game. If you're good at it, you like it. Yeah, I guess that's true. And if you suck at it, then you hate it. I definitely don't agree with that because I I beat fucking Predator and I I don't like that game. I beat Adventures of Batman and Robin and I hate for the Genesis and I hate that fucking game. <laughs> Predator's like broken. 
There's nothing ap- there's nothing actually broken about Splatterhouse 2. Like I don't yeah, feel like it no. was badly programmed. That's the thing. Yeah. Mm-mm. The lack of weapons I f- is a bad game design. Mm-hmm. That 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 really is my biggest complaint with it is just there are no weapons. And I keep coming back to that and that's I don't think that's a forgivable fault. And that really justifies my C in my mind. Yeah, and it kind of comes to the point where I'd rather just play Splatterhouse anyway other than Splatterhouse 2 is a go-to. Yeah. See, that's where I like I I always start off. All right, so we start off at like an A, right? Yeah. And then you got I always start knocking off grade points. So the you know repeating levels already loses half a fucking point. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the fact that you know they fucking I I say it removes two halves of a point because they decided to oh let's be retarded and remove weapons in half the fucking game. So it's at now it's at a to me it's at a B already because of the weaponry. Now mm-hmm. the whole atmospherics, the different style of levels in there, that all is fine to me. Yeah, for for the most part I liked it. The controls were great because the thing is is that I had the timing down, so I mm-hmm. rarely took any unneeded damage. Um, and it goes to show, though, that like if you're familiar with the first Splatterhouse, this one actually goes in very well with, you know, the the franchise. Um, so I mean, I don't lose any points there. I mean, I actually got to think like what what stuff I didn't like the repeating of a couple levels and some weaponry. I mean, I'm at a B. Can we lose a point for the screaming? Uh... God, I hate that. Uh, yeah, can we half just lose half a point for that scream? Yeah, for yeah. Sure, that like, repetitive, oh my God, ear-splitting why? scream. Why? So so I got exactly <laughs> where I was thinking from my fucking grade anyways, which was B-. minus. That's what I was thinking, okay. was B-. minus because, And that was just off the top of my head without trying to just get rid of stuff. Unless I'm forgetting of, of, about something. Because, I mean, you have difficulty levels, so if it's too hard, you can put it on easy. I think normal is the lowest. And then hard, and then, like, I don't know, crazy, Expert. whatever, master, that or was, whatever. I, I put it on master just to mess around, and again, I didn't notice much difference, except for that some of the enemies take more hits. You know, I don't even remember choosing a level, but I, I must have chosen normal. Yeah, if you don't, it's default, yeah. yeah. It's default on there, yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't even go into options, that's why. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There there's there's nothing else in there. I think there's okay. sound or something. I was like, it's probably. I don't want to listen to a sound test. Let's play the game. <laughs> see, I'm I'm like the opposite. I always go into options just to see because sometimes it's like, oh, instead of three credits in this shoot 'em up, I can give myself nine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I probably won't listen to sound tests like she was saying, but credits. Yeah, it's always worth checking the options. Yeah, I don't ever really care about the sound test. Well, some a lot of Genesis games would have a uh, secret. Uh, cheats in their sound test. That was how yes. you enable the Sonic Two style. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually glad for that because that's a good way to just rip the songs, you know, like directly digitally into yes. MP3. So, mm-hmm. gotta thank them for that. <laughs> well, thank Definitely. you for making that easy for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, if we have a C, a B plus, and a B minus, I mean, I think that average that averages in the B minus range. Yeah, then. exactly. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. It's respectable, and the the other thing is, is that when we grade games, um, Daria, we uh go through and we got to compare because we can't. If we give this game a D, what is what's a C, and is Splatterhouse gotcha. two better than those C games that we've had? And 
I think a B minus puts it right in the realm of being consistent with our ratings too. It's it's respectable right. and exactly because it's it is Splatterhouse. That's why I I almost it hurts me not to give it an A because it's fucking Splatterhouse. I mean, from a game perspective, it's a solid game. Um, it's just. I mean, there, there's a, there's that fun factor that um, Daria doesn't like, and that makes sense to me yeah. because she's not familiar with this with the franchise from that aspect. She's started at three. Yeah, <laughs> that's me, and that's a lot uh, looser, more arcadey. I mean, and it's funny to start off as an arcade game, but to me, that kind of crazy, unrealistic arcadey feel, the kind of beat 'em up uh, aspects of three, is what I really liked about it. You know, you can pick up the enemies and throw them. And well, three feels like a Genesis beat 'em up, like a yeah. Golden Axe, the Streets of Rage. Mm-hmm. Like it falls into that line. And being a Genesis player and you owned a Genesis, like that makes a lot of sense. Actually, why that game would pull toward you. That's awesome, actually. Whereas, you know, I just I played the Turbo version first, <laughs> Turbo Graphics version of Splatterhouse, and then yeah. later on the PC Engine version, so that way I, he could have a white mask. It's like uh, Splatterhouse 2. I, this doesn't even feel like a beat-em-up to me. This is just a straight-up action game. And it's very much uh, mm-hmm. dependent on timing. Yes. Very. Uh, timing and patterns. Yeah. Pattern-inducing blindness of timing. Which, is, to me, is <laughs> like... blindly time the game. A classic, like... It wasn't an arcade, I don't think, but it's classic, like, quarter munching style, like... Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, the first you one was the hard arcade, and it, and it follows suit. Yeah, it's yeah. Yes. They're definitely trying to recreate the the first game. So there we go. But uh, as a console, exactly. so so I'm thinking that you know Sega or Namco was just like, all right, so we did the recreation of the first one. Didn't quite go mesh with gamers. Let's go to Splatterhouse Three and let's change it up a little. And that's mm-hmm. how they. That's why they progressed and changed so much. And it makes sense actually now because we went from an A game to a B minus. They didn't want to go to a C or a D by doing a part three with even less inspiration behind it. Right. Yeah. And there's people who loathe part three. I am not in that boat. I don't mind it because it's a new experience, but it's definitely not one of my favorites either, even though I do think I could appreciate it more than part two at this point. But who knows? I've never actually played it past the second level. (laughs) Very, very interesting. So um, I would say we definitely need to take a uh, a break. Uh, we were supposed to do a double creature feature, though. So we can, in the second part, we can do Nightmare in the Dark. There we go. Thank you for listening to VGBS. We appreciate everybody taking the time to get through this whole uh, arduous podcast. We love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you want to correspond with us, you can email us at vgbspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we also have a phone number. It is 262264BGBS. You can leave us a voicemail, shoot us a text message. Um, whatever you want to do, correspond. Also, comment on us. Shoot us a message on Facebook, Twitter, Google+. We love hearing what people um, think about the podcast. All right, see you later. Woo! Later!